welcome to Albright Out Loud, a podcast about the innovative, creative, and inspiring stories of the people at the heart of Albright College's vibrant community. I'm your host, Jackie Fetro, president and alumna of Albright College, and I'm coming to you today from the Center for the Arts on our beautiful campus in Reading, Pennsylvania. Albright Out Loud highlights the important learning the hands-on experiences, and the work that are a continuous part of our Albright College community, and the distinctive impact that that has for our students, our campus, and beyond. Our conversation today centers on Albright's acclaimed fashion and costume programs, which features fashion design, fashion merchandising, costume design, and design and merchandising majors and various co-majors, I believe. Ranked as a top private fashion design and merchandising school in the United States, Albright is also the only undergraduate college in the United States to have student and alumni designs walk the runways of New York Fashion Week. So that's a great accomplishment, and congratulations to each of you. Joining me today are Alexandra Panku, a junior fashion and design and merchandising major from Robesonia, PA in Berks County. She has been a part of New York Fashion Week for each of the three years that Albright has been invited. In 2021 and 2022, Alexandra worked the front of house, decorating and preparing the event room and welcoming guests to the show. She presented her research findings on female liberation through the feminist movement at the 2021 Higher Education Council of the Berks County Undergraduate Conference and the Popular Culture Association National Conference in 2022. And those don't sound like theater, Alexander, so we're going to have to have a conversation about that. (laughs) That's an interesting application. In addition to your work as a fashion major, Alexandria is an active member of Albright's Club Vogue, the Middle Eastern North African Club, the Crochet Club, one of my newest favorite clubs, Albright Diplomats Club, and more. A member and co-captain of the women's tennis team, Alexandra plays in fall and spring, going undefeated her first year and being named MAC Player of the Year two years in a row. Alexandra is a pro-level tennis coach on the professional tennis registry. That's quite a that's quite a resume there, Alexandra, <laughs> but welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Liz Polly, who showed her designs on New York Fashion Week in 2021 and 2022. She is a proud Albright graduate, earning her bachelor's degree in theater and fashion in 2007. Liz then received her Master of Fine Arts in Costume Design and Technology from the University of Cincinnati's College Conservatory of Music in 2010. In 2022, Liz returned to Albright as an assistant professor of theater after teaching and managing costuming at Keene University and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. In addition to working at colleges and theater companies across the country, Liz has designed, and this is amazing, costumes for college and national touring theatrical productions of Beauty and the Beast, Kinky Boots, Dirty Dancing, Spamalot, Westlide Story, and Alice in Wonderland, as well as concert tours for Taylor Swift, Hink, Cher, Kate Perry, and Ariana Grande. Just proud of you as an Albright alum and so pleased to have you back here on the faculty, Liz. Yes, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Albright Assistant Professor of Design, Elizabeth Quinn, 
who is a Philadelphia-based designer with 15 years of corporate experience as a merchant designer and director of design. Elizabeth came to Albright in 2022 after teaching sustainable fashion design at Drexel University and the University of Delaware. Her ongoing research on the environment and, and social impacts of the fashion industry have been featured at several international conferences, including the upcoming Global Fashion Conference in Scotland in November 2023. That's very cool. Are you going to Scotland? Uh, hope so. Hope so. That's <laughs> awesome. Her research on material innovation and the impermanence of fashion has recently turned into a textbook chapter for Rutledge Publishing Group with co-authors from Drexel University and the National College of Art and Design in Ireland. Elizabeth is also Director of Impact at Grant Boulevard, a sustainable fashion and home goods brand in Philadelphia that educates women in underserved communities so that they can secure living wage jobs in the local fashion merchant manufacturing sector. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me. Just really pleased to have all three of you here today so that we can talk about our programs in fashion and theater and costuming as are relevant. So I want to start first with you, Liz. You came to Albright in 2005, um, and you ended up studying fashion and theater. What drew you to Albright College in 2005? Well, I was actually a transfer student uh -huh. in 2005, and it was that I was going from more of a performance-based degree to really wanting to focus on costumes for theater, and Albright was able to offer me the classes I was looking for right out of the gate. I wanted to do pattern making and draping, and at the time, CAD was kind of new and coming up, and Albright had CAD classes. So even as a small liberal arts college, the programming and the courses that are offered um, really kind of push the boundaries of the industry and they keep kind of moving that forward. So that was what drew me. Yeah, that's really awesome. So offering CAD computer-aided design back in 2005 and continuing to push the edges of what fashion education is all about. That's yes. really awesome. Mm -hmm. And Alexandra, you joined us in 2021. What drew you to studying at Albright? Well, I'll say it was mostly for the major. So I recently found out that studying fashion was a thing in that same year, 2021. And I was in this dilemma between going to Alvernia or Albright. Which oh, come on. Alvernia <laughs> did not have a fashion I program. I know. That's, yeah, that's right. And I was stuck in between those two because they are both still close enough for me to commute, which I still do commute um, from Robazonia. And I ultimately ended up choosing Albright over Alvernia and I kind of made like a quick life decision that I didn't want to pursue nursing which is what I was going to do at Alvernia and kind of took a full 180 and I was like oh let's go into the arts you know let's do some fashion and here we are. Were you doing fashion back in high school? In high school I was not so I was never really a proclaimed fashionista or anything of that matter but I accidentally ended up in a fashion course my senior year of high school and that really swayed me and kind of showed me what the fashion industry is. And I decided that I wanted to pursue that for my career. So, so you found a, you found a, um, a found passion by accidentally, how do you accidentally exactly. take a course? <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to take psych. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So it was the yeah. thing that you could take other than psych. Yes. Yes. I, I think that's a good reason to do it for yeah. sure. I'm glad it happened. <laughs> yeah, We are very glad to it's have a you canon here. event, some would yeah. say. <laughs> 
So Elizabeth, as a faculty member in fashion here at Albright, tell our listeners about the fashion program at Albright. How does it work and what makes it distinctive? Absolutely. So in our fashion department, we actually have quite a few majors under the umbrella. You can come in as purely a fashion design major. You can come in purely as a merchandising major, which is more of the business aspect of the industry. You can come in as a costume major, or you can um, put together design and merchandising, which gives you a bit of the creative piece of the puzzle and the business piece of the puzzle as, as a design and merchandising major. But then because we're a liberal arts school, you can also take courses outside of our department so that you're more well-rounded when you get out into the industry. That's really awesome. So it, it, it takes advantage of it's not a conservatory or fashion design specific program. There's other courses that can um, relate to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And are there collaborations then, like, for example, with merchandising with our business department? Absolutely. So a lot of our students who are either in the fashion design program or the design and merchandising program will use a lot of their electives to take business courses to supplement. And being someone who has an undergraduate degree in marketing and a master's degree in fashion design, I think it's really important to be well-rounded so that when you get into the industry, you can understand all the aspects of, of the business. Yeah, I think that's really, really important. Do fashion majors, we have this thing at Albright College called a co-major, which allows students to combine majors. The students essentially take a little more than a half a major and a little more than a half a major. They combine programs and disciplines in distinctive ways. Do fashion students often co-major? They do, for sure. And what what I think is really fun about the way our co-majors work here at Albright is we as faculty and staff can come up with prescribed ideas of what those co-majors could be or should be, you know, kind of what our natural inclinations are of what you would combine. But we have students who come in and actually just have a student this term who came to me and said, I want to be fashion design and I want to do music production because I see the overlap of those two things. So students can really come in with their own ideas, their own perspective, their own creativity, and and really use that co-major option to make it their own. That's really interesting. It really is. Fashion design and music. Music, what, music, music production. production. Music, I mean, think about, you know, album covers. Oh, Those yeah. need to be styled. Think about, you know, um, shows where, where individuals live. You have, you know, you have that experience from a costuming perspective. Yeah, there's so many, so many avenues to combine different majors, different industries together. That's really, that's really great. You joined us just last year. Yes. After quite a long resume that I introduced at the beginning. (laughs) What brought you to Albright? So like you mentioned, I had been teaching at Drexel and um, I had a short stint at University of Delaware as well after a long career in the industry. I left the industry um, when I had small kids. One, I was spending way too much time at work and wasn't seeing them grow up. But more importantly, I I got to a point in my career where I said, I need to be able to justify the values I teach my kids at home and what's going on in the industry in which I work. And those values did not align, to be quite honest. You know, the the environmental and ethical impacts of the industry... Um, we're just, we're just too high for me, you know, to, to continue down that path. And so I went into teaching, like I said, I started teaching at Drexel and, and spent a little time at University of Delaware. Um, and what drew me to Albright really was that it's a small liberal arts school. Drexel has a lot of really shiny, cool equipment and 
machinery and, you know, there's a lot of polish behind it and it's a great school, um, but it's missing that intimacy. It's missing that interdisciplinary connection. Um, you know, I can, I can walk down a short path and be in the business school or the art school or the science department um, and we can have conversations and connect our students together. And you can't do that in a huge university in yeah, the same way. Excellent. And everything I love about working together and, you know, that, again, that interconnection of disciplines and industries, I just couldn't do at a bigger school. And that's really what drew me here. Yeah, that's really awesome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And Liz, you're, you're in your faculty appointments in the theater department and you're in costuming. And so do you teach in the costume part of, of the fashion program? I do. And we actually do another thing that may be kind of unique where we'll duly list our courses. So if I'm teaching something that could be relevant to theater students but could also be relevant to fashion students, I can duly list that course so that students can take it for credit in whichever you know track or major, co-major that they're in. And that allows me to still teach the same content, which is relevant to both. It reduces, you know, redundancies and things like that, but also kind of links those two together, you know, which is how my degree from Albright was in theater and fashion. And I think what you were talking about before with this not being a BFA, not being a conservatory, that's kind of what drew me to Albright in the first place and then back to Albright as a faculty member, having worked in a few colleges where is a BFA program, mm -hmm. I do feel the students just miss this other piece of everything else that comes with, you know, a small liberal arts college and getting to take classes that maybe are outside of their discipline or outside of their major. And that's where you find these connections that you wouldn't otherwise find if you were so kind of shoehorned in to what you're doing. Yeah. And I think that's a really, really important point because we're not just preparing students for like that first job or that for a single track career. This, uh, this kind of education allows students to take advantage of those opportunities that might come up during their, during their, during their world, their world of work in their career. So that's really great. That's how industry works, yeah, that's right? How industry I mean, works, none of us right? work, in, of a us work silo, in a silo, so we we should be teaching that way, and we should be exposing students in that way as well. Yeah, I I I I hadn't really thought of it that way, but academics is typically set up in particularly the bigger schools in silos of yes. departments. And you're right, the world of work does not work that way because we all work with everybody else all the time. Exactly. Yeah, that's I I really appreciate that point, Elizabeth. Thank you. Absolutely. Alexandra, as a student, so we've heard about the fashion program from the faculty point of view. That's tell right. us, tell us about it from the student point of view. What what's it like? Do you have a favorite course? What's a day like as a fashion student? So, kind of branching off what um, they were saying, uh, even at just being a liberal arts college, I've really enjoyed being able to take those general education classes, like my. History in the 19th century was an amazing class that I really feel like I took away things from that helped me in fashion history. And then I really enjoyed my psychology class, which, you know, you could tie to like consumer behaviors and like, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And like that comes up in so many of my classes. And, you know, a day in the life of a fashion major can be very... Um, like it's a broad spectrum because like we mentioned there's so many co-majors and minors and 
I being on the merchandising and design track, which is kind of one of those built in under the main umbrella um, majors, I usually, you know, I take some design courses where I can put a little more creativity in. Um, currently, I'm taking a fashion illustration course, which we really, you know, we get to use all types of media to create our own contemporary, whatever kind of ideas um, and put them on paper. And then I also have a PR and communications class, which focuses more on kind of like the social networking and the, you know, other kind of parts of the industry that, you know, you might use in merchandising, you know, along with my accounting class, yeah, <laughs> which you, I have to take. So Yeah, you have to take the accounting yes. course, but all those pieces are really important. I right. love that you were able to apply your history course to the fashion yes. history course and the psychology course to thinking about all the pieces of kind of how the consumer market works for fashion. I think that yeah. putting things together in really interesting ways. Yeah, did you have definitely. a favorite fashion course so far? I did. <laughs> and I'm not saying it just because she's here, but Professor Quinn or Elizabeth's class um product development it's under fashion 210 i really love that class because we got to kind of choose our own personal sustainable development goals um to apply to a brand that we may make in the future and we get to work with our computer a design skills which i know we thoroughly used in that course and <laughs> i developed a lot of those skills in that class actually as a sophomore last fall um and then we got to you know we also brought the business side of things and we looked at our consumer behaviors and demographics and psychographics and we we created kind of like a graphic design layout of that business and like psychological you know delving of our consumers and then we also had our you know flat sketches and our designs that we created on um, adobe illustrator and it was like the best of both worlds and i learned so much and i kind of created like a footprint for what i may want to do after i am done with the industry because i would love to build off of what I've created in her class. So that's, that was definitely my favorite. So that's far. really awesome. So 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 I am just amazed that you got all of that done in a 15 or 14 week semester. That's amazing. We we get we worked hard and we got a lot done in that class. It warms my heart to hear you say that. No, it is it is sort of an it feels like an all-encompassing kind of class. It's a it's one of the classes that has both a lecture portion and a lab, which is something that I'm not sure if it's unique to the fashion program, but we are able to combine those creative pieces with the lecture or, you know, the business pieces together and really give a well-rounded perspective. And something else we do in that class that I'm really proud of is because we start the class talking about our values as humans. Oh, wow. Because if we're going to produce products, it has to start with a purpose, right? And I think that's so important. So we talk about our values as humans. We talk about the UN SDGs, the, the sustainable, sustainable Development, development Goals, goals um, and how they can relate to our industry and how they can, you know, again, create purposeful products right. as we move forward. Wow. And wow. it's such an oversaturated industry, which is something I actually considered before I was like, oh, let me be a fashion major, you know? So I really appreciated that approach where we took a really intentional look at the industry and use our own personal, you know, priorities in what we wanted to design and what we wanted our brand to stand for. So that was really great to be Hi. able to use that. I just love that values-based yes. approach to business. I think that's really, really important. And here you you took that course as a sophomore. Yes. And you're thinking about already, I might be the entrepreneur to take this yeah. into the real world. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yeah. I never thought I would want to have my own brand until I took that class. And 
now I feel like once I join the industry, hopefully learn off of someone else's dime and collect a few coins myself that I would really be interested in creating something like I created in her course in product development. That is super yeah. cool. So Elizabeth really inspired and empowered you, huh? Yeah, it wasn't just me. A lot of the students oh. really appreciated what our <laughs> class did for us. And I'm really glad I took it that semester. Um it really kind of boosted what I'm going to work on for my future fashion classes and oh, wow. illustration and, you know, other kinds of classes where we can apply, you know, that creative and other, you know, the other, other parts, parts of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's we really need, great. We need to make this come to life too. Yeah. We need more businesses that are purposeful. So yeah. I, I can't wait to see it happen. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I really appreciate in, in courses I've taught like, um, uh, digital image processing. We have been having the students think about as the as our spark hour, our fourth hour. What are the ethical mm-hmm. pieces of digital image processing? Where does it cross the line from aesthetics to ethics? And yes. and and in all different fields. Where does that cross? I think it's so important. So yes. I really value that. So thank Great. you. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. So we can't talk about the Albright Fashion Program without talking about New York Fashion Week. <laughs> I, that is that is one of the We've talked about a number of things that make the fashion program at Albright distinctive. It's it's not the the BFA. It combines that liberal arts. There's a real cross-disciplinary aspect that's just like the world of work. But in addition to that, we are the only undergraduate school with designs on the runway at New York Fashion Week three years running. So, Alexandra, as a student... Yeah. What's that like to wow. experience that, right? Because we go up to Manhattan. And, right. Know. Well, I'll say my freshman year, I had no idea it was even happening until my first week in. And I saw that that experience was going to happen. And I remember I was like, this is such a big deal. I started emailing, you know, at the time it was a... Uh, the club Vogue president, she was going to choose who were coming. And as a freshman, I was like, I definitely don't have priority. And I remember I took it so serious my freshman year. I was like, I need to work that. I need to get on that bus. I need to make sure that I'm there. And to this day, like that's still my favorite experience as a fashion student at Albright College. It is just so surreal to be in New York because I personally kind of want to go to New York. Um, to join the industry, but, you know, to be in New York at a real fashion show at the New York Fashion Week and just to kind of see your own college's logo on that show and, like, see how, like, alumna and current students and anybody, any kind of alumni showing what they created was so cool. And, yeah, it was an amazing experience. I really loved it from a media perspective, too. I made so many Instagram reels and so many posts (laughs) and everyone was like, that's so cool. How did you get there? I was like, I go to Albright. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great answer. That's a great that's a great answer. Do you think you ever 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 go into the jury um, part to show your designs on the runway? I've considered it. But as a co-major of design and merchandising, I really have to consider if design is what I want to go into more or the merchandising. So I would love to. I just need to make sure if my technical skills will align with that. But yeah, it might be for me, maybe not. <laughs> it might be something to try. Yeah, mm-hmm. for that, sure. <laughs> that's really that's really awesome. That's really awesome. Um, Liz and Elizabeth, what do you think about what were your what were your roles in New York Fashion Week, and how do you think about it? 
Liz, you should go first. Well, I actually showed uh, New York Fashion Week as an alum um, the first year in 2021. And I will say when Albright kind of approached me about that opportunity, I was a little bit overwhelmed because I have spent most of my professional career, or all of it, designing for theater, mostly theatrical events. So a lot of times when I'm designing, I have the parameters of a script and characters and a time period and a production concept. And that box is really comfortable because we know what we're going to do. And then we kind of go from there. So starting to think, you know, back to when I was in undergrad and doing fashion, I was thinking, what do I design if it's just whatever I want to put there? And, you know, that was a bit overwhelming. Um, But through some, you know, really nice guidance of our faculty um, in the fashion department, because they do work with all of the alums and students to kind of help guide and help you funnel your ideas through something. Um, And then also just finding some really concrete inspiration. I was able to kind of put up enough of a box that I was able to come up, you know, with some creative designs that I was really proud of. And it was so fun to do that, that I showed again in 2022. Um, So that, you know, now that I've joined the faculty, I did not show this year. And but it's amazing to see what everyone's doing. But just going there and seeing your you know, clothes that you have designed and built, um, walk the runway on professional models, professionally styled. The show is professionally run. Yes, our students and everything are there and we're helping and they're the backbone of everything, but it really is executed in a very professional fashion. And it's just amazing to sit there and look at your clothes in a way you've never seen them before and have all those people looking at them too and get all that media attention yeah it's just it's really crazy it's amazing with all the lights and all the media and the 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 flash everything going on it's amazing yeah yeah so so you said um something really interesting there that i want to point out so you the faculty don't just focus on helping the students get there but they help the they provide guidance to the alums as well yes yeah so every designer who is being considered for new york fashion week they'll assign a faculty mentor to that group and it started out with more like a small group zoom meeting where they would just kind of have us show our inspirations that we were looking at show our renderings as we were starting to design them our illustrations then start showing our fabrics but then it comes down to you know if I am working on something and I'm looking at it and thinking oh something's just not quite right and I can't figure out what I could just text a picture Um, I was working with Professor Orank, who's still here, wonderful professor. And, you know, she might say, well, have you thought about this? Or what about the proportion of that? Or what about the scale of this? Or here's two fabrics. Which one do you think? Well, maybe that one or maybe more of this. Um, And it was just really helpful to have that kind of editing eye because you get so close to your work that sometimes it's hard to step back and to think about it on the runway. On the runway, yeah. You know, and I'm also used to thinking about it on stage, which is different. So having her to kind of help guide me was definitely uh, really great because it wouldn't have happened without her. Yeah, I I, I think that's pretty amazing to think of faculty, not just guiding the students, but also guiding the alums um, through the process because that's professional development. Mm -hmm. I think that's really terrific. Elizabeth, how about you? What was your experience of New York Fashion Week? Right. So I started 
um, you know, here at Albright last year. Mm -hmm. So last year I was sort of just a guest getting to kind of, you know, sit and and enjoy the experience um, when Liz showed her her collection. Um, And it was really amazing. Again, coming from a really large school like Drexel, where they put on a pretty amazing production in Philadelphia, um, you know, it was it was very profound to be a part of uh, an experience with students and alum who are showing on the runway in New York. It's a it's a a huge it's a huge deal I mean I can't express how big of a deal that is because yeah, it's an international audience it's it's not Absolutely. just a, a, a New York audience not just an Albright audience in New York or it's an international audience coming to absolutely mm-hmm. and Liz mentioned about the production quality we work with an alum um, Scott French who has a production company up in New York and he puts on a really professional show and makes sure that the media comes and make sure that the designers are getting interviews so that they're getting out of this because they put their heart and their soul into this experience. This year, since I'm a little bit, you know, a little bit more into it, you know, definitely spent some time mentoring some of the designers. Both of the designers that I mentored were actually alum. And even though they've graduated, they're still part of our family, right? And it's really important for us to keep those connections. Um, One of our designers um, got married two weeks after the show this year, and I got invited to her wedding because, again, it's just a part of, it's, you know, we're, we're part of a bigger family. And as big as the industry feels, it's such a small group of people. And so I think making those connections and keeping them through the the lives, you know, of our students after they've graduated is so important. That's really, that's, that's really, really awesome. The Albright family, we talk about it, but it really is a family. It really is. It Mm -hmm. absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. And we want that we want those alum to come back and join faculty or, you know, come back and tell our, our current students about their experiences and share with them their struggles and their successes because that's we we all grow you know through sharing with each other yeah that I really like that your your research area is really sustainability in fashion Mm -hmm. did you bring any of that or did did any of the designers bring that to their design shows on the runway I'm just curious oh this year this year it was really um it was, I would say there was a lot of avant-garde ideas happening, right? So you could make the argument, sustainability means so many different mm-hmm. things. You know, when we talk about it, you know, we're talking about environmental aspects, we're talking about social aspects, you know, ethical aspects. Um, and, you know, I think thinking about these collections as artworks, thinking about these pieces that are going down the runway as special pieces is already aligned. You know, a lot of them were being really thoughtful about the fabrics that they were choosing. But when we think about slowing down consumption, right? Slowing down the how many, you know, purchases we're making as as consumers of of fashion. When you look at a runway show like this, these are pieces that are going to live in someone's, you know, wardrobe for a really long time and maybe even be passed oh, yeah. down, right? So, you know, we we can start the conversation there and say, yes, maybe it wasn't intentionally sustainability, but they're putting that thoughtfulness, that purpose back into the design. I, I really like that to bring that classroom learning absolutely to the to the runway. Um, that brings me back to you, Alexandra. You've you've now you've worked the show, the New York Fashion Week show. What did you take from that that enhanced your classroom learning? So you've had real world experience in classroom learning. How talk about how those integrate a little bit? Well, so I only worked at the first two years, mm-hmm. and I was front of house both times. And I chose front front of house mostly because I prefer to kind of do that more like 
decorating and make sure that things are where they need to be. And in that moment, we really were just supposed to listen to Scott French, <laughs> which <laughs> you kind of learn like to just take orders and do what you need to do in the moment. And he always said, if you have any suggestions or anything like that, always just do it after the show, after the chaos. Um, and I kind of like that concept. It's like, you know, you work on what you need to do in the classroom and then afterwards, you know, you review, you see, see what you took from that class and see how, you know, your professor can maybe um, build on whatever that was. And I think that it just applies really well, like just the communication, like the way you listen. I think it's just a cool thing to have in the classroom. And furthermore, like on my resume, I mean, that's like that's yeah. on my Indeed right now. Yeah, like, totally. You know, working New York Fashion Week, um, that, that looks really good on a fashion students resume oh, I would say so absolutely that that, that real world experience as well as classroom learning is so important in getting that first job and subsequent job yeah and I really kind of I like to make little posts on social media and I feel like especially in my communications class we're supposed to make posts and we you know he, he has us making like a social media to promote our own personal brands as a people. And it's just interesting because that is something I took away from all my times in New York Fashion Week with Albright. I would always take so many videos and make kind of these cool um, highlight reels or even just make like article submissions for like the fashion line, the Albrightian. And it's just cool to pull some of that in and apply it to my other classrooms as well, because I... You know, oh, I definitely that, did that in all these classes. And, and that's totally awesome. So, yeah. I, and we're coming back to the cross-disciplinary, the how the classes yeah, cross each sure. other. Yeah. Well, that's really awesome. So we talked about our fashion program. It's it's kind of the diverse tracks you can take, how it's so very cro um, cross-disciplinary, porous, across departments, um, and then the distinctiveness of New York Fashion Week. Is there any other piece of the Albright fashion program or events and opportunities that, that you want to share with our uh, listeners that are just you think are distinctive or unique? I can answer this. I wanted to say that even if you're not considering pursuing fashion as a career, I feel like Albright is a great place to get involved in fashion in general. We have so many student organizations and obviously New York Fashion Week was a great experience that was open to all students, not just fashion majors. And I think it's really great that if you have a passion for fashion, but maybe don't want to go in that career path, you can still be a part of Club Vogue, which is a really elaborate club that does weekly meetings, or you can be part of um, the African American Society, which always produces a fashion, a fashion show. show. Yeah, you know, there's other mm -hmm. fashion clubs, crochet club, you know, and EAV day and experience events that you get educated on these things. And I think that's a really cool way that Albright embodies the fashion in more ways than just kind of that umbrella of being a fashion major. So it's really, really great to be able to do that as a fashion student. And I know and have friends that love it who are bio majors and, you know, other majors that they might be here at Albright. Yeah. I, I, I love that answer, Alexandra. So we're going to stop right there because <laughs> that's the perfect answer. <laughs> um, I love how you describe that opportunity. You don't have to be a fashion major to explore your passion in fashion. Just like in theater, you don't have to be a theater major to explore your passion in theater. You can do it from biology or business or any any of the majors. 
So I want to thank the three of you, Elizabeth, Liz, Alexandra. Thank you for being here today. And Alexandra, I know you have to get to tennis practice. (laughs) So really appreciate the enjoyable and enlightening conversation and how fashion is so impactful and distinctive at Albright College. So thanks to each of you for being here. Thanks also to our listeners. And I invite you to spark your own discoveries about Albright College by visiting our website at albright.edu and subscribe to this Albright Out Loud podcast via Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your preferred listening app. And I look forward to our next podcast, and I hope that you'll join me for our next fascinating conversation on Albright Out Loud.